why they call them guinea pigs? I mean, they're not from Guinea and they're not pigs. They're rodents. Exactly. It's like quicksand. They call it quicksand, but it actually works really, really slowly. And a boxing ring is square. Stand up, comic huh? Alright, I can see it. So, should I give up my dreams of vethood? No. You should do exactly what it is that you want to do. But make sure you graduate from school first. Were you always a science teacher? I mean, never a... a model? No. Teaching is my life, JT. And that's why what you did really hurt me. I'm sorry, okay? I really am. Degrassi, the podcast where we tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. You can't handle the truth, man! Whoa! <laughs> Spinner, you can't handle... What was that? A few good men. I know it's from A Few Good Men, but what... <laughs> Why does uh, Jimmy have a connection with that <laughs> David Mamet movie? <laughs> he, he just loves it. He loves A Few Good Men. Well, alright. He loves that Jack Nicholson. Yes. America's, Jack. America's sweetheart, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson complete. Well, <laughs> Canada, though. Yeah. Canada's sweetheart, too. You think? I, I don't know. Sure. He's pretty scary. I, I don't think he's our sweetheart. I don't think he's anyone's sweetheart. See, if I was Canadian and I saw Jack Nicholson being all scary in the snow, I'd be like, well, it's snowy here. He could be scary here pretty easily. Yeah. Like at the end of The Shining. Yeah, see him in the ice. I mean. yeah. <laughs> Although I guess he do- he is defeated by the cold. Yeah. So maybe I would so, feel so safe. So the cold is his enemy. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm Evan Goodrich. Yeah, I'm Nick. I'm Nick Sahoya. Ooh. <laughs> These these episodes, uh, um, did they happen? <laughs> they they sure did, unfortunately. Um, uh, it's uh, what did you think? What did you think of these two episodes? Okay, I want to say, if I was Ryan Cooley, actor who plays JT York, uh-huh. this would be my acting reel. Just this episode, he gives a lot of nuance. He's very charming. He uh, he makes a, a character that could be unlikable, very likable. I think he did a great job. There are layers to this performance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? Um, I thought it was fine. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was fine. Both these episodes were fine. They both sort of... And it's not like they were uneventful. Like, we have some big stuff that happens in the next episode, but it just didn't feel like a moment. It was kind of weird. Well, it feels like sort of like we're just harping on themes that we've already with the second episode it feels yeah. like we're just like sort of harping on themes we've already explored i don't know if we've made much running in place a little bit. yeah exactly but um i guess we should just dive in let's uh, start with season two episode 13 15 15 15 Whoa. 15 season two episode 15 hot for teacher which hot. is a song named after the van halen song What is Van Halen? Where is Van Halen? I said what is Van Halen. Oh, it's a band. I know. But just what what's going on there? Uh, it's like mom rock, I think. Dad really? rock? Dad rock? I don't know. I don't know if it's for more dads or for more moms. I feel like I've heard more moms express. I feel like it's like teenage boy rock from like a certain era. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I've only expressed like I heard moms express enjoyment in Van Halen. Didn't Eddie Van Halen die recently? Did he? I think so. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. R.I.P. So, yeah. Should we look this up? No. Is this research we should be doing? No. All we right. don't research, you know? <laughs> everyone needs to get you off, don't research. Everyone needs to get off their devices, you know? Just <laughs> let's be here now. Slow <laughs> our screen time. We're going to go back to being Luddites. Yeah. Um, uh, so this is our first real uh, JT sode. I guess so. And I think that's why I kind of didn't mind it. Because I just mm. love JT. Well, and like, because it's a JT episode in this particular era of JT, um, which, as we know, if, if, you're, if you've watched the show, you know that he goes through different eras. But mm. in this particular era, be, it being a JT episode means it's lighter stakes. It's not, it's, this is not a heavy episode by any stretch. No, um, but, you know, 
I guess part of it is I just loved this boy when I was a kid. I loved watching him, mm. and this is a cute episode for him because you see him front like he's this like macho uh, boy when he's talking to Sean and Toby. Well, trying to be. Well, he's trying, yes. But when you see him alone with Miss Hatzalok, uh, Miss Hatzalok. Uh, when you see him alone with Miss When you see him alone with Miss Hatzalakos, as as ill advised as his romantic crusade is, he is approaching it with this like sweetness that yeah. he's clearly hiding from his male friends. He's a very earnest like man in his romantic pursuits. I well, guess it, that's charming. Yeah, well, yeah. I I agree. I agree. Um so we'll just dive on in, shall we? Yes. Um so we open with the grade eights in science class as uh, our Miss Milf, Hatsalakos, explains the physics of attraction and repulsion, which seems to be a theme (laughs) for this episode. Uh, But instead of focusing on class, JT, being JT, goofs around with some figurines of mastodon skeletons. I have to say, when I was watching JT run around, be a little nuisance to the class, I was a bit of a class clown when I was that oh, age. Oh, were you that kid? Yeah. And some days I would just, there was no learning that would be done. I was purely there. Everyone was my audience. I was just trying stuff out. And, you know, I, I got pretty good laughs. You know? <laughs> was it worth it? I think so. I mean, here I am, successful joke writer to the stars all these years <laughs> later. <laughs> You've made it. I have. You've made it, kid. Yeah, and all those boys who told me that I wasn't funny, guess what? Bruce Campbell thinks I'm funny. <laughs> and he doesn't know who you are. We love Bruce Campbell. He also probably doesn't know who I am, but <laughs> we did interact for a couple hours. <laughs> you roasted him. I did, yeah. He, Good. He grabbed my arm because I was being so funny. Oh, not 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 as like an act of aggression. He was like, it was Stop. a bit of both. <laughs> it, was not, it wasn't a threat. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I find this behavior. I know it's JT, but I was even. I was like, this is a little juvenile, even for JT. I'm like you're effectively just like playing with toys in he's, class. He's got like ADHD real hard in this scene, and I think that's fine. He certainly is ADHD coded. Yes. <laughs> um. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought those little Mastodon voices were... I thought he was funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, I can't... I don't know. I, if there was someone in eighth grade doing this, I would be like, I don't know. My secondhand cringe would be... I see your point. Would be strong. Um, yeah. Well, but this behavior lands him in trouble with Hatsalakos, and she punishes him. This is air quotes around punishes. Yes. Um him by making him watch the class guinea pigs with her for the week she says guinea pig duty which guinea pig duty seems to entail him getting to school early and staying for a bit after mm-hmm. to do to like feed and clean cages probably. sure sure but i guess what was confusing for me was i was like oh this is a science class right so obviously the guinea pig is the class pet when and i'm jumping ahead a little bit here when jt meets the guinea pig hatsalakos introduces the guinea pig this is Isabella, and the, all these facts, like, they've, they've already met, met this guinea pig. Yeah. No, it seems like he hasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huh. So what, wh- who is enjoying this guinea pig is, if not Miss Hatsalakos' science class? They just put this guinea pig in a different room for other kids to enjoy? <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't think about that. It, it bothered me. Plot hole, dang. <laughs> Let's continue. Uh, <laughs> uh, so JT is thrilled about this, because it means spending quality time with Hatsalakos. She's hot, see. Um... And when he shows up to guinea pig duty the first day, uh, the first thing we see is a shot of her crossed legs and she's wearing stilettos and a slit oh skirt. This was the funniest scene. Well, so this shot is framed very much like the poster for The Graduate. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. He's because JT's literally in the doorway. Oh, like, well, like yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, exactly. And then you see her legs just, which is just like, uh, 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 uh and bang, bang. I don't know. Anne it doesn't Bancroft. matter. Anne She's Bancroft. some lady. <laughs> Anne Bancroft. Uh, I think that's Anne Bancroft. Anne um, Bancroft. Um, with her legs. Actually so gonna... here's... here's yes, Anne Bancroft. That's great. And you know, that's cinema and that's, that's... artistry. And we like that. Here's what I thought <laughs> not of. Not afraid to reference or not reference. <laughs> here's what I thought of. 
Uh, it reminded me of that character in the Powerpuff Girls who's like the mayor's assistant and she's very sexy, but you only ever see her oh, legs. Uh, uh, oh, what is her name? Miss, I don't know. Miss Bell. Miss Bell uh... I think her name is Anne Bancroft. Anne <laughs> <laughs> <Sam> Bancroft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. that's what it made me think of. Uh, yeah, so I was just picking up on these references they're throwing out, showing off. Um, and so she tells him how to care about the guinea pigs. Honestly, though, if you had to watch The Graduate or watch five episodes of Powerpuff Girls, you would make the right decision and watch the Powerpuff Girls, right? No. What is wrong with you? I love The Graduate. Ugh. Do you not like The Graduate? It's fine. It's... Honestly, those Paul Simon songs, they're fine, but they play them like six times each in that movie, which I find very distracting. They're so good. Yeah, but they can't. you can't just play the same song 15 times in one movie. It's very weird. I love Get that. another song. I love that movie. <laughs> Get a score. Um... <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm horny for an old lady. I'm so straight. We're discarding your bad takes. Um, I, not only, I only saw it once. I don't your, really your takes it. are not valid. Um, I do like the part where he's like, "What's her name?" Anne Bancroft. No, when he's pounding on the glass. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I can only think of Mrs. Bouvier because that's what <laughs> Grandpa Simpson says in the parody of it on The Simpsons. Um, Mrs. Bouvier, <laughs> and then he breaks the glass and he falls through it. Do you remember? I remember, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so she's telling him about the guinea pigs, um, and he tries to pull the old bend and snap from Legally Blonde on her. A lo- but, like, sh- he's initiating the bend yeah, and snap. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's planting a pen for her to pick up, and he's like, oh, you dropped your pen. And she's like... No, that's your pet. <laughs> I love that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, put, put it in his place. And she's like, and I'm not going to pick that up for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Archie will pick up his pet now, happily. Uh, <laughs> and then we're introduced to the guinea pigs. Jasper, Bismarck, and the aforementioned Isabella. See, they said there was multiple guinea pigs, but I felt like we spent the whole episode with Isabella. I didn't get to know those other guinea pigs at all. She really stole the spotlight. Yeah. Um, did you have any class pets in school? We had a pet rabbit in like uh, fifth grade, and That's it was cute. a thing where on the weekends one student got to take it home and take care of it for the weekend. And mm-hmm. I took it home and I opened the gate wrong, and it made a scratch on the wall. And there was a scratch on the wall for like a year after that. <laughs> so you I, failed. You were you yeah. Were I mean, the bunny didn't die, but I did scratch my parents' wall. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, that's good. Yeah. The bunny survived. Um, we didn't have the experience of getting to take home a pet with us. Um, but we did in my seventh grade science class. Our teacher had a ferret. Classroom Ferrets ferret. Ferrets are cute. Cute. So smelly. They're gross. The smelliest thing. Mm-hmm. It was awful. But I, a cutie that, pie. I had some friends in college who had two ferrets and I would go over there and visit the ferrets when we were drunk and that was fun. <laughs> did you know that we're not allowed to have ferrets in California? I did know that. And yeah. you know what? Punk rock. Uh, we're also not allowed to have hedgehogs. That was disheartening for me, personally. Aww. I know. I've always wanted one, and I've been deprived of that dream. What if you get it here. fixed? <laughs> no, it's more Isn't of like a... problem? Uh, I mean, it's more just the damage they cause to the like, local ecology. Yeah, but uh, what's one hedgehog I mean, do? that's true. I do... I would argue I'm that. Very, I'm very against exotic pets. I'm very against people keeping animals that they should not be keeping. Some animals should not be pets. I think I think so, if you really want a hedgehog and you live in California, I support you getting a black market hedgehog. Oh, so you don't approve my pet chimpanzee that I've been well, housing? Well, I, I make an exception for him because he does wear that cute butler's outfit and he does bring me cocktails. Yeah. So I'm fine with your pet and chimpanzee. And he has a name and his name is Daniel and he's my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say his name is Gordy and nothing bad will happen. <laughs> um... Uh, where were we? Uh, oh yeah, meanwhile, uh, Spinner stinks. Spinner is smelly, and that's something we care about. Yeah, and so he has to hear this, uh, from Ellie. Ellie's hair looks a little weird. Her hair is, she has three ponytails. What was going on? Well, she has pigtails and then a ponytail in the back. But it was also, like, puffy and flat in the front. And she also had bangs. It was weird. It was, it was odd. I noted. I said, Ellie's hair in this scene, insane. She always has great hair. I don't know what happened this day. Uh, it was, it was an odd choice. Um, so Ellie informs Spinner that he stinks. And so Spinner goes to Jimmy and is like, why didn't you tell me I've smelled bad all week? And Jimmy says he didn't want to hurt his feelings. (laughs) But also, I feel like someone should just know to take a bath. I don't know. Deodorant? Hmm. As someone who doesn't wear deodorant. I feel 
mixed called thing out. Oh. No, no, I'm I'm confident and I'm setting my convictions. If I'm going out, I will shower beforehand. I'm just not gonna put on a smell. <laughs> That's not my job. I mean, Spinner did just get that deodorant pack in the episode. Yeah. Previous. So this is maybe he ran out. <laughs> I don't. It was just he, one stick. I don't think he used it. Uh-huh. Um. But uh, I don't think Spinner champions uh, personal hygiene very much. Did you notice he said sexagram and it was supposed to be such a funny, funny joke? Mm-hmm. That was funny. You thought it was good? I, I got a chuckle out of it. Mm. He Sex- meant a hexagon. Yeah. Or a pentagram. A you pentagram? Mean, you mean a pentagram? Hexagram. He meant a... Then he meant a... Hexagram. Hexa, hex, hexagram. Okay. Yeah. Okay, right. Anyway, uh, sexagram <laughs> is what I used to do on uh, Instagram. <laughs> anyway, that's why I brought it up, is so I could say that thing about sexagram. Um, like Instagram thing. <laughs> good job. Uh, anyway, you can follow me at sexagram on Instagram. <laughs> that's already taken. You didn't get that one. I wonder what it. I wonder what it is. I'm going to look it up. Look I know up. we never look this up anything that has to do with it. You were like, you don't need to check ba- Anne Bancroft's name. No, I'm going to see what this, sexagram on this. is important. This. Keep going. I'll tell uh, you. So Jimmy says he didn't want to hurt uh, Spinner's feelings by calling him out on how smelly he was. But Spinner wants to establish a pact of honesty between them. Did you look up sexagram? Yeah. Did you find it? Yeah, it's pretty funny. There's like three or four of them, but I think it looks like they get banned a lot. Because a lot of them are posting porn? I don't know. This one is literally, it says sex and there's like a finger emoji and a circle finger emoji. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you make sex with the, your hands. I'm trying to explain oh, for the listening okay. audience. Okay. And then there's another one that just appears to be a, a lady's big butt. Yeah. And it's pretty bare. It's coming out of her skirt. Mm. Anyway. What mm. were we talking about? I won't be following, but. I'm just, I'm. <sighs> I'm not into this episode. Maybe that's uh, why I keep changing the subject. You like this episode. I did like it, but <laughs> there's nothing uh, to say. I wasn't taking notes during it. I was like, yes, this is an episode of Degrassi. That's the most I could say about it. Uh, we have to talk about this honesty pact. So I hate Spinner it. Spinner <laughs> and Jimmy are establishing a pact of honesty. Well, Spinner wants to establish a pact of honesty You want honesty them. from me? I hate this subplot. It's boring. <laughs> uh, and then Spinner washes his pits in the water fountain, which is gross it was gross i i this is a bathroom i'm loath to admit it but that was a funny moment that's just a funny character moment that he's so stupid that he doesn't even think to go to I, the spinner's bathroom. funny i think spinner's a very amusing character um yeah he's your boyfriend i get it <laughs> um so in math class toby tells manny and emma that jt has the hots for miss hot sauce and i noticed the swirling camera thing that you had mentioned yes where the, the camera just keeps episode. spinning yes yeah. what was that yeah i don't know i was getting very queasy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i watched this with daniel and he was like guys this is a camera trick they really like to use does daniel know what's happening when he watches these episodes with so, you sometimes i okay. feel i give him i debrief him okay um who did he who's daniel's favorite character uh well he likes to say emma uh, <laughs> with an australian accent so, i mean that's pretty funny uh, <gasps> oh my god you know what would be so funny and if we ever have a patreon maybe we'll do this we should <laughs> Pick an episode of Degrassi and replace all of their voices with New Zealand accents. <laughs> that sounds... Just dub over it. <laughs> um, message us if you want us to dub Degrassi <laughs> episodes with New Zealand accents. Yeah. If that's the content, the content you, you want to pay for, <laughs> let us know. Um, but also, I, I question your choices. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> so JT has the hots from his hot sauce, and then the four of these kids engage in, like, age gap discourse. <laughs> yeah, which is half your age plus seven, which is a thing I've heard before. Right, that's literally, like, the rule of thumb. But also, you're a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, uh, no. Uh, yeah. It's just funny that Emma and Manny are, like entertaining it right exactly exactly they're like well here's the thing jt so there's this rule and it's like (laughs) it's not that you're literally her student and are in eighth grade it's that like well there's this rule and you just fall short um (laughs) unfortunately so uh which i find interesting yeah um like they're entertaining yeah this notion but unfortunately he's too young sadly um but yeah, it seemed obvious to me, but I don't know. I guess I'm glad they they clarified it. Uh, did you ever have a crush on a teacher? I've I've mentioned this on the podcast you before. You have, yeah. It's, it was my uh, teacher was named it? Archie. Oh, and I he was my poetry teacher, yes. Oh my god, that's right. I think about him a lot. I don't remember his last name because I just called him Archie. I wonder what he's up to. Yeah, I had a PE teacher that I didn't necessarily like 
have like an emotional connection to but i was just like oh this, this is like a fit man Oh. Um, yeah. A fit man. A fit man. A right fit lad. Yeah, it was very fit. Okay. And um, I was like, I, I, and I acknowledged it. Um, okay. And I was like, all right. Interesting. Uh, but good. no, I never had like, <laughs> I never had like a teacher where I was like, you know, starstruck. Hubba, hubba. Yeah. I no, like, no, I never had that. No, I, if only. If only. <laughs> I wish all my teachers were hot. That would have made school more fun. Yeah. 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 I always want a teacher to serve cunt, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do, I, I will say now that I'm a gay adult, I do know people who are hot, who I know they're day Though, who are teachers, teachers. Who are teachers, yeah. right, right. So I'm like, do their students think that this gay man is so hot? <laughs> this gay man that I see out at the bars every week, you know? Maybe. I wonder. Maybe. Maybe. Pull them. Uh, <laughs> uh, so in English class, Ashley recites this dark dirge of a short story. And at Spinner's insistence... It's really on the nose. You gotta, you gotta tone this down. Well, and Jimmy tells her as much. Jimmy gives great advice. Spinner's, at Spinner's insistence, Jimmy, who is still into Ashley, gives his honest, unfiltered opinion of it and likens it to a suicide note. Which is a little which is harsh. <laughs> but honest. Also, no, I do think that's the point where Miss Kwan should have been like, okay, Jimmy, come on. That's a little... <laughs> yeah, constructive. I, constructive please. is the active word in constructive criticism. Although I love Ashley's response, because like in typical Ashley fashion, she's like, I wouldn't expect a conformist to understand. I did love that. Which very, is just like classic Ashley. Very Linkin Park energy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very... What was that... Uh, clothing that was like was it a fan that was like him him so? yeah was, she does look like a him fan yeah this. she does look like a him fan <laughs> a cardigram <laughs> speaking of grams yeah it's a pentagram but it's a heart yeah yeah that's right i never heard him's music one time i never did either but i just I always saw people wearing them bit, yeah. <laughs> um okay so hottie lacos tells jt that isabella the guinea pig is pregnant which is she's pregnant these scenes i can't say enough Ryan Cooley is a star. He's so funny and charming in these scenes. And we're not actively rooting for JT's goal here, but we're still along for the ride because the performance is so great. So Ryan Cooley, I know you're listening. You're great. <laughs> Agreed. Co-signed. And, and also, um, this is backtracking a little bit, but there's a part in the first post-Hatsalako's date, quote-unquote, where he's talking to Toby and Sean, and they say, how was your thing with hot sauce last night? Mm -hmm. And he says, hot and saucy. And I remember always thinking it was hot and sexy. But I had the captions on this time. Yeah, saucy, hot sauce. Well, I understand that now, but it would also make sense if he had said hot and sexy. Yeah. Brim, can we go ahead and get the drop of uh, JT saying hot and saucy? Hot, hot, hot and saucy. So Hottie Lacos tells JT that Isabella, the guinea pig, is pregnant, which seems like something you would want to avoid happening to your class pets. Right? Are they breeding these guinea pigs? Hot. That's a great question. Are they not neutered? <laughs> I, that's what you would expect for your class pets to be neutered, but I guess Degrassi's breeding guinea pigs. Hot. I don't know. For what reason? Who can say? Oh. Are they experimenting on the guinea pigs? Hot you know, maybe there's like a fur trade. Like a, a black market like <laughs> for fur trade. guinea pig yeah. fur. <laughs> well, you can't, you know, you can't hunt these like exotic animals anymore, rightfully so. But we do have a lot of guinea pigs and they die pretty young. <laughs> What are we going to do with all this fur? I, Emma, Stitch them together. Emma is going to have some words for Degrassi when this comes to light. So JT is excited and wants to help out our expectant guinea pig and do some research, which really impresses Miss Jalapeno. <laughs> um, but Sean and Toby start giving JT a hard time for being a teacher's pet and for being like a general like white knight for her. They also say you used to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Because he's not making jokes. No, anymore. exactly. They and I will say as a comedian, it's, it's hard to write jokes when you're in love. Oh yeah? Because you feel at peace with the world. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so to get them off of <laughs> So to get them off of his back, uh, JT shoves some balloons down his shirt to get the breasts really breasting. Uh, and he basically mocks Miss Hot Potato and 
How many of these do you have? And he motorboats. I, How many I'm going to keep going. I, we're going to keep. We're going to keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> you'll know when I start running out. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so then JT like motorboats Toby with Which his is balloon bosom. Honestly, really funny. Very funny. If I was in eighth grade and some someone was doing that, I would be like, "You're a star." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mrs. Hotzalagos comes in and she's kind of offended by this. Yeah. And. I guess what I don't understand is why does she immediately assume that he's doing an impression of her? Uh, well, he says, I guess she overhears him also because but she comes says, in after that. Yeah. They, they staged it wrong. That's, yeah, that's they, did. they did. They yes. did. They should have had him saying a line that was like a clear tell as to what he was doing as she walks in. Yeah. Because it's true. She's like, she like, walks in. I'm the teacher, for yeah. example. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just subtle dialogue. It's like punch that. up. It's yeah. punch up. You know, we're spitballing. Um. <laughs> so she's really hurt by this. So um, later, JT apologizes to Miss Hot Tamale, oh and she tells him that she's disappointed in him because he's a smart kid and he should apply himself more instead of relegating himself to being the class clown. I would politely disagree. I think <laughs> you're like, no, follow your dreams. I think JT has a future in entertainment. There, I said it. <laughs> He should be flexing that muscle. Yeah, he needs a teacher who affirms him. Yes! Unlike Miss Hotzel. <laughs> yes! Uh, and fucking Snake coming in there and fucking stifling his humor <laughs> when yeah. he drops the pen. Yeah, he's like, your pen, sir. Yeah. Um. So Jimmy... Let JT be funny. <laughs> Let JT, JT be funny. There's too many syllables. Um. So, back to our subplot. Jimmy... I also have to say, I'm sorry. In this scene... <laughs> JT is wearing a green shirt with a yellow stripe and orange pants, and it's really gross. I think it's even grosser because later he puts an orange vest on top of it, but it's not even the exact same color of orange. So it's just a mess. Look, he's not fashionable. He's funny. I guess. I'm both. Can't he be both? Not everyone can have everything. I guess so. I, I That's my main he's problem. He's also straight, so... <laughs> yes. You know, he's, he's working with what he's got. Um... So Jimmy, I know you don't want to talk about this, but it's Jimmy, so boring. Jimmy is annoyed at Spinner for his. I'm annoyed with Spinner for being so boring. For his insistence on honesty, and feels like he's blown his chance at reconnecting with Ashley. But Ashley shows up and she thanks him for his feedback and tells him it improved her story. Good, it worked. Great. So the story is good now. So Jimmy's like, All hey, right in the world. hey, this honesty thing, it ain't so bad. Uh, but Spinner is brutally honest with Jimmy and tells him he doesn't want him getting back together with Ashley. And Jimmy decides to give Spinner a taste of his own medicine and drafts an honesty list for him. Um, shall I read off some of the items? On yes, this, I would actually like to hear as many of these as you have written down. <laughs> because it's basically just dragging Spinner. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so some of the items on this list are as follows. Always late. Talks during movies. Picks teeth in public. Clumsy. Not funny. <laughs> Clumsy is kind of a mean one. Cheap. <laughs> Cheap is fair. <laughs> um, and Terry comes in. I he's think he's also kind of poor, though, so maybe that's classist. I don't know. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Um, but Terry comes in and is like, that doesn't sound like very constructive criticism. And Jimmy's like, fuck off, Terry. Uh, <laughs> Terry in both these episodes is like, hey, I crimped my hair. I have two lines and I'm ready to have fun with it. <laughs> uh, I'm glad he calls her out for being nosy. I feel like no one has ever called Terry out for being the eavesdropping, you know. Yeah, actually, now I'm on the side of this uh, honesty thing because she she has started basically every rumor that we've seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's a shit stirrer. Yeah. So later that day. JK, JT goes to check on the guinea pigs, but the door is locked, and he finds Isabella out of her cage, and so he goes to Miss Hot Toddy to help. <laughs> so they try to catch Isabella, but she hides from them just out of reach. But uh, I, I've run out. I miss Hasalakos. I gotta, I gotta go back. You know what they needed the whole time? I was like, they just need a pair of tongs. <laughs> so close <laughs> and it's the perfect size you just get the little tongs around him yeah pull her out yeah yeah why do they have tongs i don't know it's a it's science class they, they have i don't know you they know were... those things that you use to hold beakers that are kind of like tongs yes. they could use that yes <laughs> yes I, I don't know for a science class they were really not using their brains honestly it's a science class they should have like made a smoke bomb and like thrown it in there and smoked it out <laughs> 
<laughs> they throw like tear gas in there. Um, they break the Geneva Convention. I don't think they have these resources. <laughs> oh my Did God. you have tear gas in your science class in high school? Uh, you know, yeah, we committed a lot of war crimes uh-huh. in my uh, high school uh-huh. science class. <laughs> I did think uh, I like Miss Hatsalakos. She's a good actor. When she's there with JT, I just know I'm in safe hands. Uh, so these these were good scenes for me. Hmm. Uh, well, the danger here is that the janitor has spread rat poison. Yeah, which is, that was a red herring. Around Nothing the, came about. Yeah, well, it's just to raise the stakes. It did not raise the, the stakes. It was, it was, I was mad. Isabella is in danger. It was a fake out. There was no threat of rat poison because eventually they just decide, okay, we'll just leave her in there. <laughs> well, they had to figure out a something. Uh, so back with Jimmy and Spinner, the two of them basically <sighs> get into a big screaming match about everything they can't stand about one another. And uh, I gotta be honest, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Oh. The, it's not even... I don't this, want... The end sub, of thought. End so of thought. This subplot <laughs> really only exists, A, to just, you know, be some similarly lightweight content, but also, like, to establish that Jimmy and Ashley are reconnecting and, like, maybe want to establish a new relationship. I guess That is so. why this exists. I it's guess you're right. To plant those seeds. Um, but beyond that, it's not giving anything. So JT and Miss Hatalakos have a heart to heart and Isabella, the guinea pig, finally comes out and they put her back into her cage. Exciting. (laughs) She had had a taste of freedom and then they're like, (laughs) in you go. What, you think that she should be allowed to be free? Be free. I think maybe she should stay in the cage. I feel like if she goes somewhere, she's going to get eaten. Do guinea pigs, they, they don't, they don't have a... The means to survive on their own? Have we made them so helpless? I think so. Uh, Do you like guinea pigs? Not particularly. I think they're cute. I like their little sounds. They do make interesting sounds. I was like, oh, that's what they sound like? Because I never, I didn't grow up around guinea pigs at all. So I was like, oh, "Oh, no. I I was raised by guinea pigs. (laughs) (laughs) My parents left me in the woods and some loose guinea pigs raised me. (laughs) I mean, that's only slightly more nonsensical than uh, the penguin being raised by penguins, so. What? (laughs) And Batman? Oh, the penguin. Yes. Well, I didn't know that penguin was the one you were talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Can we be done with this episode? I'm so bored. You love this episode. I did like it. Okay, so we're wrapping things up. Jimmy and Spinner decide to do away with their Odyssey pack because clearly it has served neither of them very well. But then in walks Miss Kwan, who has her mouth stained blue from her pen. The pen is leaking ink, which she notices on her hand, but she doesn't realize it is already all over her mouth. Because she's been like chewing on, like she said, like the pen in her mouth, like, like, but like that thing that sometimes people do wouldn't you taste it wouldn't you taste it i feel like you would taste it i feel like ink has a very specific taste i feel like it tastes gross it doesn't taste good <laughs> um and it is literally like all around her mouth yeah like, she looks like a little kid who just had like a blueberry popsicle <laughs> yes oh i hate kids man. they I have like kids. dirty mouths you could just stop right there oh kids. no just their dirty mouths <laughs> um maybe that's why i'm not liking this degrassi so it looks like she are. ate a lot of gushers <laughs> She does look like a gusher mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But she's blissfully unaware of this. And uh, Jimmy and Spinner, they they have a good laugh over this. Um, That's it. That's the end of that plot. What did we learn from that? I want to just talk about the next episode. I Uh, I don't want to dignify this with any more conversation. So Isabella, Isabella, she has her babies. Yes. They're too big. That's my note. (laughs) When you see them the next day, they're like full grown. (laughs) Uh, well, you know, the labor laws of child's guinea pigs. They were really strict. Um, I just don't think guinea pigs have hair for like the first like five weeks or something. Oh, I don't I, I, have no I think idea. they come out, they look like little pink beans. Probably. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, but JT and uh, Miss Hot Sauce, they're, they're really excited and they have a newfound respect and appreciation for one another. The end. Yeah, if this episode wasn't about JT, it would have been a 0 out of 10. But it's about JT, so I give it an 8. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's fine. I think Ryan Cooley is a good actor. Um, I don't know, there's just not much to latch on to. I guess there's, like, a further humanization of, like, the teachers on the show, which is nice. I guess that's fine, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. This episode's fine. Does this episode go there? No. No. But it's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, is that it? Yeah. We're going to a break. We'll talk about the next one in a second. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm in charge now. This episode is called... <laughs> What's it called? It's called Message the, in a Bottle. Do you know the episode number? 16? 16. 16. Yeah, 16. Message in a Bottle, named after the song by The Police. Message in a You know, this is the one police that I think we shouldn't defund, because I like the police. I do too. <laughs> Love Sting. I really like, you know what? I like Roxanne. There, I said it. It's a good song. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> it is a good song. Um, so this is a Sean episode. It is. How did we feel about it? Does he normally have starring episodes? Uh, he had, I think his last starring episode was uh, last season. Oh, with the with, fight? Mm-hmm. The okay. fight with Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is his first time in the spotlight this season. Uh, so we uh, we open the episode with Sean bringing Emma to his place for the first time. And it's definitely a man cave in this place. Uh, and you can tell he's embarrassed about it because it's uh, it looks very haphazard. There's do you know no, that? There's no you, interior design. Do you know that meme? Uh, Damn, bitch, you live like this? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of that vibe. Yeah, it's truly. Yeah. <laughs> Emma walks in and is like, damn, bitch, you live like this? Uh, so they're trying to study together, and then his brother Tracker comes in dressed in... Okay, I can only describe Axel like, Rose. He looks exactly like Axel Rose. Uh, I was gonna say like Hell's Angel Spirit Halloween costume. I could see that but too. Yeah, I think both were. This is the same vibe. I, th- I think that's <laughs> how I would describe Axel Rose's uh, costuming. So um, yes. <laughs> also, it looks like he bleached his facial hair. He did, and that's especially why he looks like Axel. Why? Rose. Why? For what? The first note I have for this episode is I find Sean's brother silly. <laughs> I cannot take him seriously. Well, yeah, because he's dressed like this. And he bleached his facial hair. Even in the other episodes, I just think he's so silly. (laughs) Oh, I feel like, I mean, I remember his introduction in season one, where he, like, tells Emma off, and I was like, oh, that's actually... paper. Yeah, he crumples the paper, which is, like, hella rude, but also, like, makes an impact as a character. Um, And then in this, I'm just like, what's going on? What is this quarter-life crisis you're having, sir? Yeah. And we cut over to Sean and Jimmy, and they're with Spinner, and he kind of says what we've been thinking for a long time. Are, are are you talking to each other? He's like trying he's like why aren't you making up yet? Yeah, he's like what is this? Yeah. High school? Come on. <laughs> so Sean and Jimmy agree to kind of like make an effort to be friends and Jimmy does well, so by offering an yeah. invite to his mm-hmm. party because mm-hmm. his parents are out of town. And because they're celebrating, what is it? A quarter final? What are, regionals, regionals. They're going to sectionals. They're going to sectionals. <laughs> yeah. And they're doing original songs. <laughs> um, yeah. They made all state. Oh. I guess I guess in a way I kind of uh, if you watch these episodes together, it is a nice build for for Sean and the Jimmy and Spinner. It, 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 and then into the Ashley stuff. It all kind of fits together if you watch it back to back. It's just two kind of boring episodes. Yeah. They're no. kind of greater than the sum of their parts. Like, now that I'm talking about them together, though, I do think we're getting a bit of a well, satisfying arc. The there. subplot from the previous episode, like, feeds into this one. Yeah. Which is also the subplot, which is, you know, focused on Jimmy. So, I, like, yeah, there's, you know, they're setting things up here with the sequencing of these episodes. But the actual content of this episode, eh, eh, It's eh. a little boring. Um, so, uh... <laughs> Do you remember what these two were even fighting about? Jimmy and Ash? Or Jimmy and uh, Sean? They, okay, so in the first, first episode with Sean, Jimmy is, like, trying to be nice to him, but Sean's like, I know you're just being, like, because I got left back and you're, like, making fun of me. Yeah, I was held back, and so, like, you guys are, like, you know... But I guess that's kind of their whole beat. But then, but then... Then they have the fight. The fight over the basketball. One of them, like, oh, who's going to make the basketball team last season? And then it culminates over them fighting over Ashley because Ashley fools around with Sean Mm. while dating Jimmy. And so that's, that's, that is the history. Okay. So there is, there's 
reason for it. I There's, guess I forgot all they, these things. They have bad blood. <laughs> they have bad blood. Yes. Um, but at this point, it's like, get over it, you guys. Come on, kiss and make up. Yes. Um, so Jimmy invites Sean to this party he's throwing, but Emma has invited Sean to have dinner with Spike and Snake. Which that same I'm, night. And I'm fascinated because uh, Spike is making sushi. Which is, like, I, I do not trust that sushi no. at all. First of all, you are nowhere near, you know, a, a, an ocean. A source of where, water. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Are you gonna, I mean, like, I guess Toronto's on the water. They have that boardwalk. We saw that boardwalk. Yeah, but that's a lake, right? Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's like, what kind of sushi are you making? She says octopus. Gross. Um, I do not trust Spike's also, sushi making skills. Also, look, I'm not going to pass judgment. I eat certain animals. I don't eat certain animals. Octopuses are really smart, guys. Please stop eating them. They can do math. You eat cows. <laughs> I don't eat cows. Oh, you don't eat cows? No, I don't eat any mammals. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I do sometimes. Yeah, um, get off your high horse. But I don't. And eat- by the way, I won't eat a horse either because it's a mammal. <laughs> I do not eat octopuses because I like them. They're cool, right? They're they're so cool. Um, they can do math. They can change eat, colors. I still eat cows, unfortunately. Very rarely. Cows are dumb. It's fine, but they are bad for the they're environment. They're so sweet. They're so smart. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat them. This is your um, problem. <laughs> I just. I. I mean, I'll eat a chicken. No questions asked. I'll fucking break a chicken's neck. I don't oh my god! Um, <laughs> if I if I ever do that stupid Mark Zuckerberg thing where he's like, I'm only gonna eat meat if I kill the animal myself. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll kill a chicken. I don't care. I just hate blood. I also That's hate blood, mean. but the thing about chickens is they don't bleed that much. You can swing them around by the head and it just pops off. <laughs> I wouldn't do it that way. <laughs> I would just use the axe. I'm calling PETA right now. Whatever. Um, what, what else is that bird for other than to be eaten? <laughs> Literally, what's it for? <laughs> I can't answer. We're trying that. so hard not to talk about these episodes. Uh, so, okay, I also found this scene kind of weird because Sean is like weirdly reluctant to go to dinner with Emma's parents, and it's like I don't understand this because, as far as we've seen, he's on good terms with Snake, Mr. Simpson. Yeah, and he has met Emma's mom before last season when they went on their very adorable date together so it's okay, like he's yes. met both of her parents before but don't they know about him pushing her down in the fight and like maybe they have an opinion about that <sighs> it doesn't come up really i, I know but i feel like it's like emma, that's, that's I like, feel like subtext em- i know most. but emma would tell spike don't you think i don't know actually i feel like they talk about everything <laughs> mm, i don't know because i feel like she wouldn't want her mom to have like a preconceived notion of sean I think in that moment, she was ready to be done with Sean forever, so she That's probably true. would say That's true. I don't know, but again, this is, like, all just speculation. So it's, like, again, I don't really understand why Sean is acting so weirdly reluctant when, like, the, her parents seem, like, excited to have him over. Yeah. So, and, and like, Snake is, like, explicitly, like, hey, sushi! And he throws out some Japanese terms, and I'm like, please stop. He also kind of does, like, a Japanese voice when he's saying these Japanese words, and I was pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> Because he does it like three times. Even later when they're talking about movies, he's like, Gojira? And I'm like, okay. It, Godzilla. Take yeah, it take it yeah, down a notch. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, can just say Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, this kid doesn't, you know. <laughs> Snake this season, it's like, what's going on? He's uh, doing a lot of voices. A lot of, a lot of voices. A lot of microaggressions. He's going to do a patois man. in the next episode. Oh, like God. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, <laughs> Write in if you would like us to do to no, stop over all no, of Degrassi with Patchbox. No, um, <laughs> we'll do I'm it for the this. Patreon. We'll do it. Uh, okay. We'll so, get Chet Hanks. We'll pay him. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, Jimmy is still into Ashley. Uh, continuity, uh, which Spinner gives him a hard time for, but Jimmy invites Terry to his party and has her extend an invite to Ashley on his behalf. This is Terry in a nutshell, just like, hey, can you go tell someone something that has she's nothing to do with you? She's just a liaison. Yeah, she's just, you know, uh, a middleman. She's kind of like Hedwig in, uh, in the Harry Potter <laughs> books and movies. Carrier pigeon? Yeah, it's just, you take this message. Degrassi's we'll, carrier pigeon, We'll be sad Terry. when you die, but you're not really a character. Right. <laughs> Oh my god, spoilers for... She doesn't body. die. She does die. Hedwig? Oh. I thought you meant oh. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Terry is murdered. <laughs> in a future episode. Oh my god. Could you imagine? I could. Grassy I covers could. murder. No, they, well, they do. When that thing happens. Oh, well. 
Uh, yeah. Um. I would like if it was like there was a serial killer Lucette Degrassi. You know? <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> um. Okay, so I will say this scene is uh funny between J- Spinner and Jimmy, but. I don't feel anything about it. <laughs> no, no, you're not vibing? Okay. So Ashley's not sure if she's going to go or not, since she's not sure where she stands with Jimmy mm-hmm. as far as their relationship. But you know who's definitely not going? is Paige, because she has a spa weekend. Why, did, why was that scene there? What, could Lauren Collins not shoot that day and they needed to explain I why guess. she was at the party? I guess. I was like, because like, I guess the question on everyone's mind would be, why is not Paige not at this party? <laughs> also, I thought it was funny that she was like, I can only get a Manny or a Petty. Get the fucking Manny. No one's seen your feet. I was going to ask you. I was like, which do you choose? Hands or feet? Why Manny would you, or Petty? Why would you want your feet serviced? No one's going to see them. I mean, it feels great. It, I'm sure it feels great. Also, I would like some little fishies well, to chew on my you, feet. Yeah, well, also you get your feet get so raw, rough and, you know, gross. I'm just saying, they live in Canada. It's not like they're wearing sandals to school. You're going to a spa. You're being beautified, you know? Mm. Get your nails taken care of. You're going to look great for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't know. Per, me, personally, I would say the pedicure. But you're, you're Team Manny? I'm Team Manny. You're Team Manny. The other Team Manny. Manny Santa. The other Team Manny. Um, so back at Sean's house, we find out that Tracker has quit his job. Also, his name is Tracker. Tracker. What fucking Sarah Palin-ass name is this bullshit? <laughs> Truly. Uh, <laughs> um, so Tracker has quit his job, which frustrates Sean, who invokes their alcoholic deadbeat dad. Mm-hmm. But Tracker's like, no, I'm not like our dad, because I have an interview lined up tomorrow. And I might get it. I might get it. And I'm not a blackout drunk person. Uh, (laughs) So I'm pretty different. (laughs) And then Sean takes a jar of pickled herring from the fridge to bring to dinner? Hey, punk, leave my pickled herring. (laughs) That was such a weird line. I I will say, I don't understand is... Why he's bringing pickled herring to dinner? I literally thought he was just walking into his room with it. (laughs) No, I guess it was the same night. No, he was like, "Oh, I'm going to dinner." Um, But I do like, yeah. Tracker gives the great line, "Where are you going with my pickled herring, punk?" (laughs) Which is an all timer. (laughs) Do you think they? Do you think they like label their food in the fridge? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, little labels. Pickled herring. Um, no, I mean like Sean Tracker. Oh yeah, they're like, like no, it's my pickled herring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so gross, Sean, by the way. Oh yeah, you don't like pickled herring? I like pickled things. I don't I've never think I want a it. whole fish. Uh, do you like sardines? No. Oh, I had sardines for the first time last year, and you know what? Very salty. Too salty. <laughs> Very salty. Not bad. Very salty. Yeah. Um. So Sean arrives at Emma's for dinner, presumably with his pickled herring, though we do not see them interact with pickled herring, so... Hmm. Um, do you think that he was like, oh, we're having sushi, I need to bring, I need to bring fish. pickled herring? Yeah. I Maybe they can make a pickled herring roll. <laughs> but if they were going to do that, then like, I feel like I would like the payoff of him being like, hey, I brought something, and then like to see Spike be like confused, but like... Thanks. She'd be like, thanks. And she's yeah. like, just like, that'd be a funny scene. That would have been a good scene. That would have been a funny yes. scene to have her confusedly accept this gift of pickle herring. We needed you to punch this one up. I truly. Um, so Sean is clearly uncomfortable and feels embarrassed because we even get like a close up of his socks with holes in them and he tries to cover them up, which is, which is sad. He also doesn't like sushi because he's uncultured. Did you notice that he said Wasaga Beach? He did say that. He used to say Wasaga Beach. Did he say Wasaga? He said Wasaga. Yeah, because it is Wasaga. It's Wasaga Beach. It was really weird. Huh. And I'm pretty sure... This kid is not from Wasaga Beach. I'm pretty sure they go to Wasaga Beach later and resume calling it Wasaga Beach. They do, yeah. So what the fuck? (laughs) What happened? They didn't have the dialogue coach (laughs) that day. Um... I don't know. I just... He doesn't like the sushi, but I'm like, maybe Spike makes bad sushi. It looks bad. I should make the California roll. It also like, looks like girl. there's like three rolls on each person's plate and there's like one little octopus tentacle. It doesn't seem like enough. No, it doesn't. But then there's leftovers after. I don't know. I think Spike is a bad cook. It uh, looks bad. I would not want to eat that. Uh, I don't want any fucking white lady sushi. Just leave I'll it tell to, you that much. Yeah, just leave it to professionals. 
Do not get your mom to make sushi at home. They probably spent so much more money trying to make the sushi at home than if they just ordered like five sushi I know. Rolls. Go to your local restaurant. Also, you know, patronize a local business. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Spike. Fuck you, Spike. <laughs> Fuck you. So and your after- racist ass husband with his Asian voice. <laughs> so after um, some pretty innocuous uh, line of questions about Sean's home life from Spike and Snake, Sean gets nervous, and so he goes to the kitchen for water, but he finds an open bottle of it's wine, what right? What liquor was it? Yeah, it, it was wine. wine. It was wine, I think. I guess it was. And so he chugs a glass of wine. Uh, and then, Which doesn't seem like enough to make him drunk. He's a I, beefy boy. Yeah, but he's a young boy. He's a beefy boy. It's not, think know. about the metabolism. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. He drank I it get really, when I get when he, he drank dr- it really fast. It's wine. I it had know. to be liquor. I that's what was my first instinct, but I swear it was wine because like they were drinking wine. I think. Do you think it's sake? <laughs> <laughs> it could be sake. <laughs> I don't think it was sake. I think they would have made a point of being like, oh, sake. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah he would have had a whole, uh, like... Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, Mr. Simpson could have done a voice. He could have done uh, a voice, which would have been great. Yeah, exactly. We love when he does uh, these We Asian love voices. it. We love it. Um, so there's a clear lull in the conversation later when Spike asks Sean if he has seen any movies this is like honestly this is a great scene well <laughs> when they just start listing things about movie theaters and i've been there sometimes you have nothing to say she's like she's like we like movies the Do you popcorn like sodas soda <laughs> movies <laughs> you like movies i loved this scene it was really funny to me nick do you like movies i do do you i like movies yeah <laughs> popcorn I Go. don't like popcorn. Oh, really? No. Really? Like, just at all? It's not a treat that I'm ever excited to have. If mm-hmm. it is the only snack available, I'll have a couple little handfuls. But generally speaking, I think it's um, not a great snack. It's very unsatisfying. And also, it upsets my tummy if I have too much. Mm. I used to love popcorn when I was a kid. Uh, my boyfriend, he still loves popcorn. but um, Skinny people love popcorn. I... You know, I like, actually, I prefer microwave popcorn at home. To you, don't wanna, popcorn. you don't want to put it on the stovetop, like, screen? Uh, no. Daniel does that, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you ever leave the not, room and it gets He doesn't really have, good. like, Jiffy Pop. It's not Jiffy Pop, yeah. so it's not as fun, but yeah. he does make it on the stovetop. That's pretty um, fun. <laughs> uh, movies. Um, <laughs> but then Sean accidentally spills something on Emma. I don't know. We don't know what he does. He just, it's pie. I guess he spills pie on he her. He spills pie on her. Or like, or, or he like knocks over a glass. Because he's so drunk from drinking one glass of wine. <laughs> I, it went straight to his head. Um, his brain. So she leaves the table to clean up. Emma does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while uh, she and Snake are gone, Spike suggests Sean bring home some leftovers so he can have a quote unquote nice home cooked meal. Which Sean reads as, like, a microaggression for him being poor. And you know what? Fuck Spike, because at no point does she take ownership over her mistake. She She's very much like, I'm sorry you felt that way. That's not what I meant, and it's your fault for misinterpreting it. It's like, well, that's how he interpreted it. So, let, like, let's talk about it, and let's mm. talk about why that would make him upset. And you can acknowledge kind of your role in this. It was very boomer behavior. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, like... I feel like she was just so taken aback, I guess. You need to be like, hey, you're my fucking guest and I've upset you. That's what you need to do. You need to work backwards. That's from true. There. I mean, he is a guest and he's like a child and it's just like he's. She was uh, acting like a child to me. I mean, she, I just think she was she was acting like a boomer, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, so Sean storms off because of this misunderstanding. And when Emma returns, she's like, where's Sean? Uh, and, you know, Spike fills her in, and so she's upset, and so she leaves to go find him. Meanwhile, Ashley and Terry arrive at Jimmy's house party, with Terry wearing the outfit she wore when she got wasted on Cherry in season one. It's the same one, that skirt. That (gasps) skirt, remember the skirt? The purple and blue skirt? It's the exact same outfit. Mm -hmm. And a black... Why does she only have one tank top? She's a model. Why does she only have one outfit? She's got all these new clothes, and she's like, no, this, this one, it's a classic. You know, I get it. You know, sometimes when I go out, I just got my two or three garments that I switch between. It's fine. Terry yeah. doesn't like participating in capitalism. I, and you, you know, know what? what? Socialist queen. <laughs> Socialist queen. Anti-consumerism icon. 
so Ashley and Jimmy have an awkward reunion, and it seems clear to well, them. Well, did you see what Jimmy was doing? He was having a whipped cream fight, and I was just telling the audience that you can't have a whipped cream fight because it's going to ruin your shirt. It's going to stain. Oh, yeah. So don't do this. Don't, don't try this at Don't home. do this shit. <laughs> Eat whipped cream. Also, it smells it. bad. Like, once it's out of the tube for a second, it just starts to was smell it whipped, like cheese. Was it, was it really whipped cream? Wasn't shaving cream? It was, it was whipped cream. It was whipped cream. Gross. Yeah. Um, so Ashley and Jimmy have this awkward reunion, and it seems clear to them that she and Terry aren't really wanted there. They're getting the vibes. They're like, oh, we shouldn't be here. But they stay, because what else are they going to do? Uh, yeah, and you know what? Good for her. Yeah. Make, make make the night what you can of it. You don't mm. have to go home and be sad. Yeah. <laughs> you can maybe meet another viable partner at this party instead of Jimmy. Mm. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, and Sean arrives and it is and he is in a He's wasted. He's in a surprisingly good mood because he's wasted. It was it was vodka. Come on. There's no way this is wine drunk. Yeah, Craig immediately clocks him as being drunk. So, I mean, maybe he snuck more glasses. He was like, oh, I need another I glass of okay. water. Sure. Okay. Um, uh, so Craig asks Sean about his dinner plans with Emma. And Sean tells him that he and Emma are over because of his little tirade. Um, and then Sean finds liquor in Jimmy's kitchen and he raids it, which, honestly, I'm shocked that he was the first one to, right. <laughs> to get to that. Like, it's just like, it's like not even hidden. It's just like on the shelf. I appreciated that he seemed to be, I couldn't read the label, but based on the color of the label and the color of the bottle, I thought this was maybe squirt. <laughs> Didn't it look like squirt? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, so he, yeah, because he takes the liquor and he puts it into like a soda bottle to make it seem innocuous. And it did give off squirt vibes. And that was like my original drink when I was drinking at home, either when my parents were out of town or if they were like, okay, you can have one tonight. I would always do tequila and squirt. <laughs> that sounds great it's really good <laughs> and recently uh this was late pandemic times when we were um all getting vaccinated and like going uh at a very long hike with my friend james and we hiked all the way to uh burbank if you can believe it and while we were there i was like well i want to have a cocktail so i got <laughs> you got squirt squirt? from a liquor store and i oh put my a little tequila in there oh my gosh the classic a, it was a blast from the past it was very delicious that sounds lovely so if you're at home have the official drink of a la boot degrassi tequila and squirt <laughs> if we ever do a live one the drink special will be tequila and squirt. we're gonna have the bars so yeah. only tequila and squirt it's the only thing on the nothing menu. else yeah. and sushi and sushi that we made at home yeah <laughs> uh so later at the party all these kids okay <laughs> can we talk about this i think these kids are supposed to be dancing but it looks like they're just like synchronized jumping <laughs> up and down in the dark while a strobe light is going there off. There was a strobe light going the There's whole a strobe party. light. Do you remember strobe light? Did you ever own a strobe light? Oh, yeah. Honestly, when you're like a 12-year-old boy and you get a strobe light at the slumber party, that's fucking fun. That is... We had such good memories of We'd strobe light parties. Around. Oh, it's fun. Because it, cause it like... uh something about the it's like changes the frame rate of reality yeah it you trips know? you out I yeah know. it's amazing um but uh i don't know what they're doing they're literally all just like hopping in place jumping weird weird scene well they were listening to iconopop doesn't <laughs> 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 seem like iconopop dancing <laughs> um and then this one oh, i don't care <laughs> that is the song you yeah know. you just that's jump. the dance yeah that's the dance for that song um <laughs> And then this one fucker, he tries to hit on uh, Ash or Terry. It's unclear which one. Was he the one with the long hair? Yes. Who the fuck was that? Just a rando wearing like a leather jacket and long stringy hair. And that was very weird. And he says, you plus me equals destiny. Well, it's funny because this is how we meet so many of the recurring side he is characters. Not a, he will never show up ever again. But this is, it's given as much emotional weight as like the first time we see Marco. <laughs> you know, it's like, look at this new person. Oh, but except like this is like someone to recoil from. I guess and Marco so. is like, oh, look at that cool kid. He's breakdancing. <laughs> uh, and so Terry and Ashley are naturally like, okay, we're out. Um, I laughed at this scene. Oh, that was very funny. That was funny. Uh, but just as they're leaving, Jimmy runs into them and urges Ashley to stay so they can talk. And she obliges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was fine. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking as I was watching them, I was like, are, slight spoilers for future seasons. Are Jimmy 
and Ashley the most on and off again couple in Degrassi history? Because I feel like they get back together like four or five times. Oh, the and sometimes most they don't on even break again? up. Sometimes Ooh. they don't even break up. They're just not together all of a sudden. Oh, I don't think they're the most on and off, but well, this is number two. They definitely at so this time keep a tally. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a revolving door relationship going on. Uh, so Emma arrives at the party and finds Sean wasted, wasted, so drunk on the squirt and tequila. Yeah, it'll it'll do it. I mean, hey, I, I can't blame him. <laughs> uh, and so she fights with him over the bottle of booze, uh, which he drops and shatters, and then like immediately the party like comes to a standstill. Oh my god, I thought because it was it's... so funny. The music stops. <laughs> like like, like <laughs> everything stops just because someone dropped a bottle, and it's like you think that's louder than the music and the jumping. I just imagine that someone in the corner like hit. Pause. Yeah, yeah. We're like, like something's we, happening. They're like drama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so Jimmy confronts him and tells him to get out of his house. Um, and then he tries to pick up the glass with his bare hands, which is not smart. Yeah, he's trying to pick up the glass, and then Ashley. Well, he cuts his finger. Cuts his finger. Mm. And I really thought it was going to be like a Twilight moment because she's dressed like a vampire. Oh, she's gonna suck his blood. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of the scene where doesn't Bella like cut her finger and like all the vampires try and eat her. Have you seen those movies? I know. Okay. I need to. No, you don't. Do I not? <laughs> no, I think you're good. <laughs> I don't know. I, TikTok has told me that these movies, or, or the first one at least, has something to say. So he gets kicked out of the party. And yeah. Emma and Sean are like drunk by like a. Emma is not drunk. <laughs> right. Outside, Sean is. In my head, Canon Emma was also drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean breaks down in front of Emma. And ask why she even bothers with him because he's such a loser, just like his parents. I'm Anna. such a loser. Why would you ever date me? And Emma is like, oh, you want me to call you a loser? Huh? You want that? Um, and she's like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> and so then Emma calls her mom to get her to pick them up, which I guess Emma's mom knows Jimmy's address, which was that weird. was weird, which is weird to me. I was like, I'm Hi. in front of Jimmy's house. Yeah. She's, she just says, hey, I'm in front of Jimmy. We're, in, we're at Jimmy's. And she hangs up. She's never interacted with Jimmy. <laughs> never. Never. So I'm like, it's weird that Spike knows where Jimmy lives, but okay. Um, so, back at school, Ashley kisses Jimmy. I have to say something so important. What? In the hallway, when they go to school, in the background, you can see a poster. <laughs> and it says, AIDS, it can happen to you! Ah! Exclamation point. <laughs> Oh my god. And I think it's like a warning exclamation point, but it seems like it could happen to you. <laughs> like optimistic. <laughs> so I thought that was crazy. Wow. I mean, I guess good good for them acknowledging it. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty alarming when seems I saw it. Seems a bit fear mongering. <laughs> yeah. We also know that it's not AIDS, it's HIV, but yeah. whatever. Okay. So this poster, I don't know. Uh, about. <laughs> you know the verbiage is outdated. Um, So. Uh, Ashley kisses Jimmy. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Ashley's back. I like them together. I like that even though she's a goth now, they're still together. It's cute. They're cute. I they... like Ashley. Yeah? I, I don't, but oh. for some, right now I'm not minding Ashley. Um, yeah, it's fine. We're, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how this turns out. Um, but Jimmy is back to not being on speaking terms with Sean. And Emma, once again, clad in her dolphin pants. Oh, dolphin pants are back. They're yeah. back. They're back, baby. She tries to talk to Sean, but Sean, he feels like being a loser and a disappointment is just like in his blood because of the, like, he feels like he's carrying the legacy of his parents. But Emma reaffirms her feelings for him and her belief in him. Hmm. And then it ends. And it does end in the middle of a conversation. It's one of those. conversation. Um, um hmm. what'd you think? It's fine. You know... As I, an took, episode, I took so few notes just because I wasn't feeling anything. <laughs> well, as an episode, I was like, this is fine. But I do, there's something to be said, I feel like, about Sean's struggles and, like, how he feels, like, sort of, like, the weight of, like, what his parents, the like, their legacy on yeah. him. And it feeling, like, trapped in this cycle of, like, you know, poverty and, you know, not being able to escape. And I've definitely had feelings like that in my life where I'm just like, oh, I feel like, you know, I'm working against like, you know, the cards that I've been dealt. Generational. Generational. Trauma. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And just sort of like trying to feel like, oh, is it just like inevitable for me to, you know, make the same mistakes? 
and trying to break free of that cycle. Evan, Evan, put down the wine. Put down the wine. <laughs> you don't. You don't need to do this. <laughs> My one glass of wine. Yeah. It sends me over the edge. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like. I feel like there's. There are moments that are very. This moment, at least, was very affecting for me. I, I would venture to say that it almost goes there, but there just weren't quite enough um, consequences. I don't think this episode goes. But there. It, it's flirting with going there. It's, would you yeah, say? Yeah. It's you know, it's going somewhere, but it's just not there. I have a hot take. I think these are the two most average episodes of Degrassi we've ever watched. Mm, I guess average, maybe. Not the worst. <laughs> I didn't say the worst. I said uh, the most average. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. I honestly, full disclosure, forgot that this episode existed. Like, I, because I, re- I remember, like, when I was a really big fan of this show, rewatching this show, like, rewatching episodes a lot. And this was one that just, I think I watched it once. And never watched it again. You know, I think on the rewatch, when I when we first decided we were going to do this podcast, and I watched like eight seasons in a week, <laughs> I think I fell asleep during this part of season two, because I didn't remember either of these episodes, really. But no, these were ones I definitely did not revisit. They were, they were fine. You know, I, I think this is a baseline of you've made a Degrassi episode, it neither annoyed me or made me feel... It was fine. <laughs> he didn't send me over the I, edge. I, I, we can't just keep saying it's fine. We should wrap up the episode. <laughs> well, what did you learn today? Well, let me get my notes here. I'm going to step in for the class. I, hello. Um, I learned today that strobe lights are cool. Mm, and yeah. And really make a party happen. Bring back strobe lights. Mm-hmm. And I also learned that uh, if you want to get a guinea pig out of a hole, just like throw a match in there. <laughs> scare it out. <laughs> What did uh, you learn? Share with the class. Um, I learned that pickled herring is a fine gift to bring to a dinner party. It's better than no gift, certainly. Yeah. 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 People love... It's got omega-3s, I'm sure. I feel like it's very Scandinavian, too. Mm. It's very, like, um, Rose from <laughs> Golden Girls. Don't you think she would eat a lot of pickled herring? I don't watch Golden Girls. What? Ah! <laughs> Okay, we have to end the episode. <laughs> You're like, we're done here. We're done. We're done. Actually, the podcast is canceled. <laughs> well, yeah, these were whatever episodes, but we had fun talking about them. I, we haven't. We always have fun here on this show. I hope you all had fun listening. Um, uh, take take us away, Michael Abbott, with your Degrassi tunes, and we'll see you next week. Brimp checking in real quick just to let you know that I'm about to play the audio from the first minute or so of the Van Halen Hot for Teacher video. Why? Because I, you know, in um, gathering clips for this show, saw the beginning of it, heard the beginning of it, and it was so disturbing that I kind of feel like I have to pass it along or something bad will happen to me, like the ring. Will something bad happen to you if you don't pass it along? I don't know, but I know I'm not going to risk it. and my socks are too loose. Sit down, Waldo.
hot, 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 hot and saucy. 